Okay. I'm ready for the sun. You are so ready for the sun. (laughs) So am I. You know what? Sunscreens. And don't you dare turn this episode off just because I just said the word sunscreens. Sunscreens are your best anti-aging defense. They belong on your vanity right next to your retinol cream and your vitamin C serum. Do not think of sunscreen as sun protection anymore that you only wear when you go out in the sun. And I think pretty much everybody's gotten that message by now, but we're going deeper today. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa, you went really deep. (laughs) Really deep. I I can't see. So I'm taking (laughs) I'll leave the hat on. How's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you answered these questions. Uh, First of all, are we wearing sunscreen? Are we wearing enough sunscreen? Are we wearing the right sunscreen? (laughs) All these questions got answered. That was fantastic. And now I have a stomach ache. Because now I know I'm not wearing enough sunscreen. You really need to listen to this episode because yeah. there was a moment that was that was hilarious, but you probably can relate to what Linda was feeling. But there's so much good information in here. I really yeah. want you to listen to this episode yeah. because I really think you're going to either thank me later or curse me. I'm not really sure. <laughs> and share it with your daughters and your Please. sons. Please. And your sons for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, shall we dig into it? We should. Okay. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Visibly Over 50, a podcast where we chat about how to use your beauty and style to show up and be visible in a culture that says it's not our time to shine anymore. I'm Lisa. And I'm Linda. You know, the most precious time in your life starts right now. Together, Lisa and I explore all the beauty and style tools available to women over 50 that keep us connected to our feminine energy. Wow. You know, there were so many directions that I could have gone into, Linda, when I was deciding how to cover sunscreen and and our skin. I mean, really you know, skin damage and sun, they're really one in the same. Yeah, <laughs> And it's such a huge topic. So here's what I decided. Here's what I decided. I'm going to go over four things. I'm going to go over, uh, I think it's four things you count for me. Let me know if I got it. All right. I'm going to go over what the external signs of aging are that are related to sun damage, as opposed to what happens naturally. Okay, great. And then I'm going to go a little bit over the light waves and how they pertain to skin and skin damage. And then, oh, it's three things. And then I'm going to go over how to wear sunscreen effectively. So you're not throwing away your money and damaging your skin when you thought you were safe. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So um, feel free to ask questions and you know me, you'll ask a question. I'll totally lose my train of thought, but I'll come back to it. (laughs) The, the, the main thing to know is that cumulative sun damage causes 85 to 90% of our external signs of aging. The rest is, is and prevention. Lisa, that makes me so sad because I mean? love the sun. I know. I know. And we can be out in the sun. We just need okay. to take, we just need to take precautions. Yeah. So let me just tell you a little bit about what is not 
intrinsic or normal signs of aging, but instead is due to cumulative sun damage. And when I say cumulative, I want to remind you that that means going from the grocery store to your car, to your house, those little bits of sun exposure, it is not the sunbathing or the being laying out at the beach or the pool. That's not it. Okay. So first deep wrinkling. Did you know that's not normal? (laughs) thank goodness normal as in as in a normal way to age Uh, fine lines those that's normal we're all going to get fine lines as we go on in years but deep wrinkling that is sun damage it's not everyday aging it is uva light think uva uv aging which penetrates deeply and causes the deep breakdown yeah Yeah. Okay. Two, the coarsening of the skin, or it's called keratinization, the dull, thickened, rough textured, orange peel, leather like skin. Mm -hmm. That is sun damage, coarsening of the skin. Interestingly enough, as we age intrinsically, our skin thins, but sun damage causes the exterior skin to thicken and get coarser. Interesting. Number three is dehydration. Now there is some natural loss of moisture retention as we age, but the dehydration, that lack of water and moisture that is flaky and dull and rough, that's sun damage. And then it can be made worse by improper cleansing and moisturizing habits, as well as overuse of some really active products. We've talked about that in other skin episodes. Like what is the episode that, um, what is that one called that we did? the gold standard of skincare protocols. I'm pretty sure I covered that in that episode. We'll link it below. We called it, it was in uh, season three, episode six, the gold standard to get optimum skin. Right. Excellent. That's a good one. And we'll also try to link a series of other skincare episodes. If you're interested, this topic is interesting to you while you're listening, we can make it. But Lisa, what I was going to say about the three signs that you just explained, you know, are not the usual signs of aging, but over sun exposure, you've all seen either like uh, mature ranchers or have girlfriends who are horsewomen that have just been outside their entire lives. Serious runners have have the same. Serious runners Mm -hmm. and people who just haven't paid attention to skincare protocols. Right. And we've all seen that photo of the man who was a truck driver and the side of his face that faced the window was completely different than the other side of the face that didn't get the same sun exposure. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, The fourth one is hyperpigmentation. Not all of hyperpigmentation is due to uh, over sun exposure, but that that type, the sun damaged hyperpigmentation is typically random, sporadic. It's a freckling of spots and dark spots. Yeah, I have that. We all, yeah, we Mm -hmm. all have it. I mean, on the high spots, uh, uh, high spots of your exposed skin, and that's not just your face; it's your arms, your legs that are more exposed as well. Compare that to most women can compare your arms or your legs to your abdomen. I don't abdomen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, don't yeah. Have, do you have any sunspots on your stomach? I don't either. Or your rear end. I don't got any there either because they they weren't exposed to the sun. It's baby skin. It's baby skin. Think about that. That's, that has a, I mean, really that's profound. Skin cancer is on the rise. Now 
It's thought to be partly from the early use of ineffective sunscreens. When sunscreens first come out, they were called sunblocks. It is now illegal. You will not see the term sunblock anymore. You've noticed they are now sunscreens because nothing blocks the sun. But that was indicative of sort of our we thought, oh, we have sunblock on. We can go out in the sun and stay out forever and not reapply and not worry about it. But those sun products were ineffective. They only blocked a part of the, the sun's rays and that gave rise to overconfidence. And so over time of exposure, our DNA was damaged because it's cumulative. This DNA damage from the sun is cumulative and it shows up years later. So that's why it is thought to right now we're having this rise in skin cancer. So the sunscreen is crucial. Yeah. Do not want skin cancer. I mean, that's a safe life and safety issue. Yeah. Okay. So any questions on what shows up from cumulative sun damage that is not natural? or intrinsic aging. No, I think that was really a wake up call for many of us who are noticing these things and wondering where is it coming from? And what you're saying is scientifically. (laughs) Bada bing. (laughs) They know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Very true. Um, Okay. So let's go into light waves and how they pertain to our skin and our skin damage. So there's what we're mostly familiar with is the term UVB and UVA. Now there are right. other uh, rays of light, but for today, I want to, I want to focus in on these two. Blue light is another one. I think that's a whole other episode. Let's, and, and FDA is not regulating blue light yet. There's still a lot of question marks around it that said there's some protection we can take, but let's just talk about UVB and UVA today. Okay. Easy to remember UVB think burning. Okay, that those are the sun's rays that that cause the sunburns. They also cause skin cancer. Those rays are stronger in summer and they penetrate the first layers of the skin, the epidermis and the dermis. Now, compare that to UVA, think UV aging. This is aging and also skin cancers. This is all year round. These mm-hmm. sun rays affect us all year round, despite the season, despite the weather, they penetrate clouds and they penetrate glass. Yeah. It penetrates well into the subcutaneous tissue of our skin. So deeper than the UVB rays and that causes great damage. I mean, (laughs) I don't know if that doesn't change your mind. Like have you reaching for your bottle of sunscreen (laughs) right now and putting it on your hands or whatever is exposed and you have it's everywhere. That's right. So (laughs) that's key. Okay. Any questions around that yet? No, that's good. Okay. Okay. So let's go into how to wear sunscreen effectively. And this is what I really want everyone listening to understand that most of us are wearing sunscreen wrong and we're kind of just haphazardly applying it. We're not applying enough. We're not reapplying it when it's necessary and we're not protected. And we think we are. And I know this because I work with women all the time and I hand them a sunscreen too, before we apply makeup and I say, put on the sunscreen and I watch them Uh (laughs) Nine, nine times out of 10, there is not enough sunscreen going on. So we correct that. You know why, Lisa? Why? Because we think it causes breakouts. We think it's going to clog our pores. That's a good one. Yes. Okay. So 
the answer to that, there's so many variations to the sunscreen products that we can use. I mean, the range of sunscreen formulas out there is amazing. And there are sunscreen formulas for oilier skin, for blemish prone skin, for drier skin. There's sunscreen formulas for matte finishes, for dewy finishes. There's sunscreen formulas that are specifically for the body or specifically for under makeup. I laugh, but I admire her. My girlfriend, when we travel, she brings this whole bag of various sunscreens. And I mean, I have two or three that I travel with, but she's got like a bag for under this makeup and she's got, she's got a bottle, I mean, a bottle and she's got a different bottle for the body and she's got a different bottle for, for that. I mean, it's like everything. Wow. Yeah. Just like you, my idol. Yeah. She's serious. (laughs) Down to her. Yes. So, so the answer to that question is that uh, it depends. Some sunscreens are going to make you break out and it's trial and error. Okay. But you have to keep trying because the alternative to that is you don't want, you don't want the alternative for skin cancer. You just don't want the alternative. So you've got to keep trying different formulas until you land on one that, that works. And the ones that aren't working that make you break out, use them on your body. Use them on your arms, on your hands. Don't waste them, right? Oh, that's a great idea. Don't don't waste them. Anytime I I get a sunscreen that I don't love the formula on my face for yeah. whatever reason, it goes on my body. Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of uh, sense. And we could do a whole other episode on sunscreen formulations. That's a really <laughs> We got that one coming up. Okay, stay right. tuned for that, everyone. All right. So let's go over the SPF, the sun protection factor numbers that you see on your sunscreen. And yes. I'm talking US here. Okay. Okay. Um, Other countries have different systems. I'm talking the US SPF numbers. Hi, Linda here. If you've got a passion for fashion like I do, and you want a way to earn some extra money, listen to this. I've got a program where you'll learn how to build a personal stylist business doing closet cleanouts, style consultations, and selling your customers pre-loved clothing for profit. Get more details about this brand new program at lindawalden.com. But don't wait, the program is opening soon. So SPF 30, which is the minimum that you ever want to wear. Do you remember, do you remember this, Linda? When we were younger, the SPF was, that typically sold was SPF 8. Yes, I do. I am old enough to remember. I were totally hey, everybody wore eight. And and it wasn't even there was no UVA coverage. It was all UVB and we were wearing eight. We thought we were just so safe. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So the minimum SPF you want to wear on a daily basis is SPF 30. That gives you 96.97% coverage. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. That's very good. Now, now they're recommending a little bit more, 40 to 50. So SPF 40. Now, remember, SPF 30 gave you 96.97. SPF 40 gives you 97.5. Not a big difference. Yeah. Okay. Now, what if we went to SPF 100? Oh. You would would not get 100% coverage. You would only get 99% coverage. And so- it makes one wonder why can't we have a hundred percent covered sunscreen? And we probably could, but the formula would be god awful. Okay. <laughs> just, and there would be so much active sunscreen ingredients in there that if it were a chemical sunscreen, it probably wouldn't be healthy. 
a mineral sunscreen would just be really hard to wear. And that's a whole other episode is chemical versus mineral sunscreen. That we'll yeah. do another time. So just keep that in mind. Um, SPF 40, 97 and a half percent. If you were to ever find an SPF of a hundred and maybe they're out there, uh, it would be 99%, but it's not that big of a difference, right? No, it's not. Okay. But the key is how you wear it. Okay. You want to wear it properly and you need a thick layer. Think full coverage. Oh, this is the other thing I hear a lot from women when I'm working with them is that, oh, I've got sunscreen in my foundation and that's great. I think it's great. I mean, my foundations has have an SPF of around 30 because they are zinc oxide based, okay. which is the active ingredient for, for sunscreen, the safest active ingredient. And that's only if you wear it full coverage, like two or three layers. However, it's not enough. And even if someone has a sunscreen with an SPF of 50, it's not, an, I mean, a, a foundation with an SPF of 50, it's not enough because you cannot you're not going to apply as much as you need in a foundation. Hmm. It would look, it wouldn't look right. Too cakey. Too yeah. cakey, just too much. So you need a sunscreen underneath. You need um, for your face, about a quarter of a teaspoon. And I recommend doing that layer twice. Do the first layer, let it soak in. I don't know, 10, 20, 30 seconds. Maybe go put your robe on. I don't know. And then apply it again. For your neck. And decollete, your neck and deck, another quarter teaspoon, two times. So you're, we're talking one teaspoon for full face, neck and deck. And then it said one ounce shot glass for the full body, not face, neck and deck, just full body. So keep that in mind when you're going out, you really are out in the sun. Uh, shot glass full for your body. So quarter teaspoon twice, face, quarter teaspoon twice, neck and deck a shot glass are you talking about <laughs> an ounce of liquor so a yes. shot glass that we yes. use to make a cocktail yes you need all of that yes That's like for your full use body up a quarter of my tube I know so this is why this is why I have recommendations for sunscreens for the body versus the face you want to pay less for your body um, because it doesn't need to be as elegant of a formula as yeah. I believe we want for our face and okay. our neck and deck. Right. So there's, I have some great recommendations on my Amazon shop for body okay. sunscreens, you know, your CeraVe's there's a couple of great CeraVe's that are wonderful. Yeah. Um, but they don't feel so good on the face in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, higher SPF on paper is not the same as in real life. So back to those numbers where we said a SPF of 40 covers 97.5%. That's on paper. In real life, it rubs off when we get dressed or when we're, we're something, when something just abrades, you know, on our skin or something, it rubs off, especially before it's initially soaked in. Um, so think about you really want, that's why that full application is really crucial. Uh, you need to reapply it if you go in in the water, even if it says water resistant. For example, I use water resistant sunscreen on my hands uh, because I know they're in the water more, but I still reapply several times during the day. And I may not reapply every single time because life is life. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, you know, it's right there. And I, I reapply when I think about it. So just think about life is different than in theory or on paper. Reapplication. If you're outside 
and you're, you know, you're on a vacation and you're strolling through some wonderful downtown area or you're at the beach or at the park, you want to reapply every two hours. Now, sunscreen application is not fun to reapply when you're wearing makeup and you're dressed and all that. And that's where a powder mm -hmm. foundation comes in perfectly, you know, okay, because you can apply it. Sense. Yes, yeah. you can apply it and you still look good. <laughs> as opposed to applying your liquid or your cream sunscreen when you're yeah. wearing makeup. But after two hours outside, reapply, okay? But if you're just doing your day-to-day -day errands and you're out and you're coming about, you know, you're not, you're not basking in the sun to any degree, you don't necessarily need to reapply. Although an application of a mineral sunscreen is always a good thing if you're out all day doing stuff coming and yeah. going, you know? Questions so far? Just a stomach ache. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting really <laughs> tense <laughs> and because I definitely don't reapply. <laughs> I could see, so Linda and I are on a Zoom and I could see her face and you were, your eyes were glazing over. <laughs> <laughs> so ladies, if your eyes are glazing over and you're breath, getting everyone. the Walden stomach ache. I want I always... to, to take a deep breath right now. <laughs> okay, good job. This is the ultimate, the ideal situation. And then life happens, like Lisa said. Right. But this is great to know. We want to do I, our best. We're going to do our best. <laughs> um, are you familiar with SPF clothing? And have yes. you done any research? I um, haven't done extensive research, but I have two sunscreen shirts. And they're on my Amazon shop. Oh, and I cool. highly recommend them because... Okay. I've had them for over a year now. I have, I bought them in multiple colors. Okay, good. <laughs> they are comfortable. They are cute. I wear them all the time when I know I'm okay. going to be out um, in the sun walking around. They're my, and, and they're so easy to throw and smush up and yeah. throw in your bag because they don't wrinkle. Oh my God, they're the best. Yeah. That so, makes the most sense to me for our yes. body. Yes. And a good uh, SPF hat too. I agree. Yeah. I'm just thinking of the young women who are going out and sunbathing and they're not oh. going to wear these shirts and these hats. So maybe they'll reapply. I don't know. Cause they yeah. want to be in their cute little bikini. I personally, I, okay. Just a funny story. I went to Mexico in November, last November, and I'm walking along the beach and I am fully covered. I've got my sun shirt on. I got this big <laughs> hat on. I've got this wrap around my legs, you know, to cover everything up. And I'm thinking, I look like a dinosaur. <laughs> Hello. You know, I'm not walking along the beach in my cute bikini. I am covered because yeah. I don't want the sun to damage my skin. Hilarious. So that's me. You know, you just, everyone's going to decide what they want. Knowledge is power. Now make your decisions, right? That's right. Okay. So back to some facts. All right. <laughs> Look for broad spectrum. Almost every sunscreen oh. on the market now says broad spectrum, but okay. be sure your sunscreens say that broad spectrum, because it's going to cover both UVA and UVB and perhaps even additional light waves. Zinc oxide is the only broad spectrum sunscreen active ingredient. Okay. Truthfully, there are chemical, now that's a mineral, mineral sunscreen. Chemical sunscreens will have a mix of various chemical sunscreens and possibly also with zinc oxide because they cover this spectrum and that spectrum but okay, so they great. need a mix to get broad spectrum, but zinc oxide is a safe bet every single time. Again, that is the base of my mineral foundation. So extra layer of protection. And I'm going to close with this. Remember a tan is not 
healthy. Again, going back to when we were younger, Linda, we all thought, get the, you you need, you're too pale. Go get a tan. You don't look healthy. A tan is not healthy. A tan is a form of skin injury. It is damaged DNA. And I know. And (laughs) deep breath. (sighs) And over time, it accumulates and leads to skin damage and potentially skin cancer. So this is serious stuff. And we have something funny to leave this on a lighter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, leave it on a lighter note. I think the the your message is very clear and very important because of all the skin cancer that yes you know we're experiencing but also i um wanted to bring up the point that we're talking about northern european skin types you know with the tanning i realize you're going to say african you know americans <laughs> also they need sunscreen need as sunscreen well. yes harder for them so, to find understood right because because it does turn it can turn chalky but it yeah, can yeah. be done they need it just as much that's and right their their skin their darker skins tan as well and again it's skin damage so yeah 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 we so all need don't protection. yeah don't think you're mm, you know right. i have darker skin you know i'm so, so glad i'm immune that to that right they that's- definitely darker skin has more you know innate protection but not enough anymore yeah so our glow will come from within, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Our healthy and, glow. And bronzer. <laughs> and bronzer. I love it, Lisa. Thank you so much for doing all of this hard work because it, you're bringing information to all of us that we need to have. And if we even make an inch of improvement, we're going to see the results. That is true. And and keep in mind, the results don't show up until years later, either the good ones or the bad ones. Here you go. Take it from (laughs) us. Do it now, ladies. That's right. Yeah. 20 somethings. I I have to say thank you to my mama, Laverne, because she taught me well in the early days. Don't go out there sunbathing with your friends, Lisa. (laughs) You'll regret it. She didn't sound quite like that, but that was the message. Beautiful. (laughs) So Linda, I've just been sharing all about sunscreen and how it impacts our skin and the beauty of our skin going forward in the future years. Do you have a style tip for us this week? I do. I knew you would. We have to talk about clothes. Right. (laughs) Okay. So my style tip is all about layering. And I think layering is one of those critical skills that stylish women have. Don't you think? I agree. Now it's Yeah, it's not only a survival skill that makes us ready for any kind of weather. Did you just call it a survival skill? It is. I love that. It really is. I love that. As you know, as we're transitioning from summer to fall, you want to have layers on. Um, But also, I think it's a fashion skill that gives you that put together look. I always dress in layers. Do you do the tip, and this has to do with layering, where you count the elements of your outfit for the day and make sure you have a minimum of seven? Oh my goodness! No. I heard that somewhere I've along never... the line, but Ooh, it totally that's ties. A lot of layers. It's a lot of no, no, <laughs> no. But it, it could be your lip color, your jewelry, uh, your nail color, just anything that stands out. And, so, but layering oh, counts. Yeah, and I think maybe some women who 
who may tend to go overboard and layer on jewelry, accessories, colors, that's a good way to maybe pull that back a little bit. Or conversely, minimalists, minimalists who needs a little bit more oomph. Yes. No, I think that's great. Um, But I also think layering is great for women. Anyone who's experiencing hot flashes, if you're going through Mm. that period, layering is absolutely necessary because if you're only wearing one layer, you're stuck. Right. (laughs) Right. When you're experiencing a hot flash. So here are my three tips for layering. So uh, number one, layer combinations that won't look too bulky or feel overstuffed. So what I like to tell women is look for lightweight but warm fabrics that you can pile on top of each other to give you that ultimate warmth that you're seeking without feeling bulky. That word overstuffed was good. That was, I got a good visual. It's like when you're uh, five years old, you're in kindergarten and your mom, well, I grew up in Michigan. So you'd have these big bulky winter jackets with the mittens and everything else. And you couldn't move when you went out to recess. (laughs) I've seen movies like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So we don't, we're avoiding that. We want to look chic and effortless. So here's some examples like look for light knits and bamboo, cotton, silk, cashmere, very light, but warm. So for example, you could wear a lightweight camisole or a tank as your first layer. Then you add a long sleeve silk or bamboo shirt. And on top of that, add a cashmere or a lightweight wool cardigan sweater. So there's your layering, but everything is very lightweight. And you could even add a leather coat or a trench coat over that. Oh, yes. Good. Yes. So that's what I'm talking about. So number two tip is add tights underneath. So if you're wearing a lightweight skirt or a long dress, um, tights, especially pattern tights are really trending this fall, are going to add that extra layer of warmth. So you can even add tights or I love those uh, silk or bamboo long underwear. Oh, those are so great. Yes. And you wear those under loose trousers or uh, wide leg jeans, which are really popular, but that lets a lot of the cold air in, right? So tights would prevent that, keep you warm. So that's a layer. And then my third tip is to wear a scarf because that's my number one go-to for layering. A scarf really keeps you warm. And it's something that's easy to remove if it suddenly gets too warm. And you can also use it as a a lightweight shawl, as a wrap. Absolutely. And they look gorgeous. You know, I carry several scarves in my car for cold weather days. They're just in my car. They're always there. They're going to be a really good layering tip. I carry one in my car to wrap around my shoulders for sun protection. Oh, ka-ching. She got it in, ladies and gentlemen. All right. That's our style tip for the day and our sunscreen tip added in. Thank you for being here and listening to the entire Living Visibly Over 50 podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way, would you mind doing two things for us? 
Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Your five-star rating, wink, wink, and review helps us reach more women so they too can get a confidence boost to show up and stand out over 50. And be sure to head over to simplebeautyminerals.com for your beauty and skincare needs and truecolorsbylinda.com to enroll in a color and style course. But wait, bonus! We are running a contest. Leave us a written review on iTunes, screenshot your review, and message us to Instagram or Facebook, and you'll be entered into the contest. We'll choose a winner once a month who will receive a 15% gift code from both Lisa and Linda.